It is wonderful to be back on Search the Scriptures today with all of our listeners. What a blessing it is to be together, to be able to open up freely God's Word and study and learn from all of those rich truths and teachings, and including the warnings, the admonitions, but all of the promises as well that are contained in that book. The Word of God, literally, inspired as those writers wrote it down, given to us from God's very mind. What a blessing to have that. And we take this opportunity to be with you on Search the Scriptures very seriously. We want to help you come to understand that you're learning the Bible and that as you learn it, you become better equipped, better enabled to make your response to God and His will for your life. We pray that you are catching a sense of that yourselves. And we hope that you'll continue to listen on a regular basis, day in and day out. It's good to be here today to study along with Dwayne Kennedy. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be here with you. And I would like to add my welcome to our listeners, whether it is your first time of many times that you will listen to us or one of many times that you have already listened to us. Welcome. And it's also good to be here with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Dwayne and Gary. I am certainly honored and blessed to be part of this program with you both. I just look forward to the opportunity to get together and to study God's Word. And I hope that the same thing is true of those who are listening to us, that they look forward to this time, they anticipate it, that they realize, as you've both mentioned, it's a time when we can sit down, open up God's Word, try to make sense of it, and make an application for our lives, because that really is the most important endeavor we can ever involve ourselves in. We need to be ready for that time when our physical life comes to an end, and God's Word shows us how to be ready. Yes. It also gives us such tremendous assurances that God is not just some impersonal creator out there, right. kind of the uh, mechanic, you know, putting the parts together and flipping the switch, but he is our personal heavenly father, having created us in his own image, mm-hmm. and he cares about us and loves us. Oh, yes. Now, fellas, we're talking about the ultimate reality of being with God in heaven. We've been talking about the the consequence of sin in this world resulting in physical death, now also spiritual death, but we've been talking about in in a very focused way what happens when we face physical death. Now we've looked at that from several different perspectives, one being a person who has never become a Christian. They've never given their lives to their Lord. They've never surrendered to him in baptism for the remission of their sins, never repented of their sins and changed their lives with his help. Then also from the perspective of the person who has become a Christian, but then has slipped back into unfaithfulness, disobedience to God and his teachings. Those people are really gonna be scrambling on that last day, if they know it's their last day, Mm -hmm. because they realize they're not ready to face death. They're not ready to face the Lord at judgment. They're not ready for eternity. So they're gonna wanna know, how can I get ready? And they're gonna wanna find out fast because they've only got a day left. 
Now, we've also looked at the person who is ready himself, but he's been concerned about one or two or maybe a, a number of other people who he realizes in reality are not ready. And he's been meaning to talk with them, but has put it off or maybe just has not found the time or the opportunity. But now he finds out, I've only got 24 hours to live and, and I haven't talked to Fred over here or, or Sally. And I've been meaning to, and I don't have much time. So on, those last, on that last day, um, probably he's gonna try to look for an opportunity, some way to reach them and try to get across to them, look, I'm facing death. You're gonna face death, just like me. And I'm afraid you're not ready. You need to get ready. And in some way, I think probably he's gonna to try to get across to them their need to change their lives spiritually mm -hmm. so that they can be ready for physical death. Now in this last section of study, we've been asking the question from a completely different perspective. What about the person who's ready? They've lived the life, they've been baptized into Christ. They've not just taken a name, but they've worn that name faithfully, Christian. They have been faithful to God and their Lord and their Savior. They have taken Christianity seriously, and they have gone through life looking forward to eternity with Him. And now they've got 24 hours to live. What can they look forward to in that last day? Well, we've looked at some different passages of Scripture from the Revelation. In Revelation 7, in verses 16 and 7, we saw that God will wipe away all tears in heaven. Mm -hmm. All tears. No more hunger. No more thirst. All that's going to be gone. In Revelation 21, in verse 4, we saw that no more pain. No more sorrow. No more death. All of that's part of the reality in this life. Mm -hmm. But in heaven, those things won't exist. That's right. Those things won't be there. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, we looked at this as we were closing our last program. There's something else that they can look forward to. And oh, how wonderful it will be when that particular uh, expectation becomes reality. Dwayne, would you read that for us? No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So right now, for the person who walks faithfully with God, God has promised, I'm gonna be with you, and I'll never let the devil throw anything at you that's too overwhelming for you to overcome with my help. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the devil just kind of went away? <laughs> left us alone? <laughs> yeah, left us alone, yes. You're really talking about heaven there. Oh, my. <laughs> that's a pretty good description of heaven, isn't it? It sure is. You know, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse Verse uh, nine, it, it gives a pretty good description of hell. It says that's gonna be a place devoid 
of the presence of God and his glory. That's right. Well, heaven's going to be a place devoid of the presence of the devil mm-hmm. and his ploys, That's his temptations. Right. Yes. Why? Will that be great? I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> because the devil's a part of this world, isn't he? That's right. Part of life in this world. He's always out there. He's active. He's relentless. He's working on us. He's probing for weaknesses. He's looking for opportunities and openings. And we all can realize that. We can all can, all can recognize that because of his effects on our lives. I think we get small glimpses of it uh, because of righteousness and the fellowship of the righteous, singing and uh, enjoying the teaching of God's word and teaching it ourselves. I think we get a glimpse of it. But you're talking know, about of, of heaven. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm of the devil not being in our. Oh, lives. yeah. Right. Right. right While we're right. serving God, I think yeah. we get glimpses of Him not being there. Yeah, yeah. Well, he comes back at another and an opportune time in in Mm. all of our lives. Well, you know, James says in James chapter 4 in verses 7 and 8, if I remember right, that uh, he says, uh, you know, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And he says, resist the devil, he flee from you. Well, how do we we resist him? We draw near to God. Mm -hmm. And as we draw near to God, then, you know, the devil flees from us. So you're right. As we walk with God, then we get glimpses, kind of, ah, the assurance of God being with us. But boy, in heaven, it's going to be absolute reality. That's right. No more, not just no more pain or sickness or sorrow or tears or suffering or dying, but no more sin, no more devil being there, working on us all the time, working us over. Remember how Jesus portrayed the, what the devil does, tries to do to a person uh, in, in tempting them and trying them when he told Peter, the devil has asked for you that he might sift you like wheat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you talk about a stark imagery, mm-hmm. but no more of that in heaven. Yeah, and you think too about how Peter described him in 1 Peter 5 verse 8. The viciousness. Oh, yes. He's like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. To kill, to destroy. Yes. 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 Now, Dennis, how about reading Psalm 125, verses 1 and 2? Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem... So the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. Again, what vivid imagery. Those who trust in the Lord. Now, what would that mean, trusting in the Lord? Just an emotional trust? Well, I think it's got to be more than that, Gary. It's got to be, I think, as Jesus pointed out on more than one occasion himself and other writers uh, speaking about this as well, it's abiding in God. It's living. It's continuing in. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. Living that life of faithfulness mm-hmm. before God. And it's like Mount Zion, he says. Mm-hmm. And we get this, this idea, I think, that well, here's this mountain. Boy, that mountain, it's always there. 
-hmm. Can't move that mountain. It's always there. And he says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Surrounds his people. Again, boy, talk about exciting and comforting at the same time. Imagery. Yes. The Lord just surrounding us, hmm. protecting us, taking care of us, being with us. It is a great image. You know, I've, I've never personally been to Jerusalem uh, to, to see what the physical geography is like there, but I have been in places in this country where I've been surrounded by mountains. I know what that feels like. Yes. And there is something comforting about it. Yes. Oh, I love the mountains. Mm -hmm. Really do. Really do. Now, no more pain, no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more dying, no more hunger, no more thirst, not even the sun striking us, okay, with I think the idea there of the, the heat and the, the uncomfortableness of it. No more devil tempting us. What else is going to be part of the reality of, of heaven being there? Revelation chapter 21 and verse 7. What does that say, Dennis? I'm sorry, Dwayne? He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. I will be his God, and he shall be my son. We can look at different texts of Scripture, uh, Romans chapter 8 being one of them, that talks about how when a person is baptized into Christ, when a person comes into Christ, that God adopts him as right. his son or daughter. And so you get that sense again of this relationship with God being very personal. We're not just subjects in his kingdom, although we certainly are that, but much more than that, we are children in his family. And in a sense that the rest of mankind does not enjoy. Mm -hmm. In a very special sense, because it says he adopts us mm -hmm. as his children. Mm -hmm. Now you can't adopt somebody who is already your children, you're already your child. So we're talking about in a very special sense. He adopts mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Now we get something, I think, of, of this same sense and understanding from what Dwayne just read. I will be his God. He shall be my son. Yeah. And as we were reading in an earlier program from James chapter 4 and verse 14, our life is but a vapor, but to God, we will by no means be insignificant. That's right. That's right. And that period of our life being a vapor, that's the physical side. Right. That's going to be over at that yes. point because we're going to be on the eternal side of reality. Now, Dennis, how about reading chapter 22, verses 3 through 5? And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light and they shall reign forever and ever. Wow, again. Just think, we'll see the face of God. Wonder what God looks like. Hmm. 
You know, that's been a question on the mind of mankind for eons. Long time. Very long time. For the faithful, for that person facing his last day in this world, that person who crosses that threshold of death and he's ready for eternity, he has been faithful to God, he's going to see God's face. He's going to see God in his real essence, his existence. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is amazing to contemplate as well. What a blessing. But now that's not the only thing, again, that, that is, is promised there in that particular text. He, they shall see his face. His name shall be on their foreheads. Now look at this. There should be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. No night. We're not talking about being in Alaska either, are we? <laughs> no. No. Six months of no, no night followed by six months of all night. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. not talking about that. We're talking about no night forever. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not because they've got a really good street lighting system there. It's because God is there. Mm-hmm. He's there. And his presence gives them light. And then again, they shall reign forever and ever. We're talking about eternity. All of these blessings that we have described for us that we're reading about in these various texts go on forever and ever and ever without end. And you know, this may, a little side point here, Gary, but it may relate back to what we read earlier in chapter 7 of Revelation in verse 16, where we're told the sun shall not strike them, nor any heat. Yes. Doesn't have to be a sun there. That's right. God is there, and these passages are telling us there's no need for the sun. So that may relate to what you're talking about, and you know, probably all of us have experienced this. We're out working, you know, maybe it's in the yard, uh, wherever it is. The sun is out, it's hot. Intense heat. Intense heat. It's uncomfortable. Yes. yes. We don't have that in heaven. No, no. Not going to get sunstroke there. Not at all. (laughs) You know, as I said, not going to get sunburned either. No. Now, how about, Dwayne, Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. All right. So God will be there in his presence right among us. But apparently the devil is going to be taken completely out of the picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. As seems to, you know, as we've been alluding to in some of these previous passages, he's not going to be there. His presence is not going to be there. His influence is not going to be there. Apparently, he's going to be gone from the scene. Mm -hmm. But God will be there, right there with us in a personal way. Wow, what a blessing. So, no more pain, no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more death, no more suffering, no more hunger, no more thirst, no night there. In the very presence of God, and no devil there. Now, as we close today, let's look at one more, and we'll come back to this next time. 
Isaiah chapter 25, verses 8 and 9, Dennis. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. No more death. No more death. Again, as we've said earlier, I guess that means no more funeral homes. Hmm. <laughs> no more funerals. Uh, morticians will be out of work there. Indeed they will. Because that's going to be a place of no more death. Heaven itself, right there with God. Well, we're going to stop at this point. We're going to come back and pick up here next time and continue to look forward to what we can expect as we face the reality of death if we have lived our lives faithfully before God, ready and it is in stark contrast to what people can face and expect if they have not lived ready to face their Lord. Well, again, we want to encourage our listeners. Please contact us and ask us for that free Bible study so that you can be ready every day for that last day on this earth.